Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. What is good in the motherfucking hood? Welcome back to Get the Belt podcast. Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts where any motherfucker can get it. Your mama, your daddy, your teacher, your boyfriend, your side piece. You, 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 you yourself could even get it. Hey, you be a shatter. My name is Mars Hart and I am your host. Sorry this episode is a day late. A day late, sorry. I was very much usher caught up. Which seems to be a regular occurrence and I actually think I need to take stock of this and actually get my life together. As much as I'm enjoying the things, the many, many, many things that I've manifested for, ugh, and I'm really, I really am enjoying. I also need my sleep, and I need to remember I have a life to live as well. So, yeah, let me not even be giving word of the week. Yeah, I ain't even thought of the word of the week yet. But anyway, welcome back. I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone is real good. You know, it's very much. I'm recording this on the 12th of January, honey. We're we're very much. Nearly two weeks into this new year. Two two weeks into this new year. Ooh. Oh, we got shit to do, honey. <laughs> right, so let's kick off the show with Word of the Week. So my Word of the Week this week is follow your gut. And is that simple? It really is that simple this time. One thing I've learned over, you know, especially the last couple years is that I get strong, like physical feelings in, in my, in my stomach, honey, like in my, in the depothesis of my belly. I feel shit. Uh, sometimes it's good stuff and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But more so, I can really feel it, which is interesting, actually, when shit just don't feel right. When shit be feeling off. When shit really be feeling off and I'm like, no, I know this means this or this could be this. Or, you know, don't get it twisted. Sometimes I'm a realist to the point where it's borderline pessimism. And I, you know, that's to do with my own traumas and that. But like. I be feeling like, no, this is bad because this is going to happen. And I bet this is happening behind the scenes. And 
my gut be telling me, I'm, like, I don't want to say nine times out of ten. Yeah, no, let's say nine times out of ten. Because there's been maybe once I've been, once or twice I've been very pleasantly surprised. But more times when I get that feeling, I end up telling myself, see, I knew it. I knew it. And often I'm, I can be too much of a pussy or too scared to act off of that because it's either something I've been planning, it's something I want, it involves a, a, a friend or it involves something I really care about. It involves something I care about and that feeling really gets into my gut. So the times where I have acted from it, oh, the round of applause I've deserved for dodging bullets and, you know, keeping my shit together and making sure that I'm okay and things are all in order. I wish I wish I had the 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 belief and the confidence to do that every single time. So I really want to urge every man out here and non-binary and girl, whatever, but when I say every man, it was very much gender neutral, FYI. I want to encourage every man out here to like, not just this week, but like in your lives, really listen to your gut and your intuition. Like, don't ignore that feeling. Don't ignore that feeling. Because more times if you ignore it and then it goes the way you, you thought, you end up in a shitty, shitty situation. A real shitty situation. So, yeah, I don't feel like I've ever really gone wrong when listening to that feeling. I feel like that feeling is is very valid and very important and you know it shows a true connection to yourself and it I almost feel like it's another form of like self-care or self-love like if you're literally in pain why would you ignore that and just go against it if you had a loved one or someone that you cared for was telling me now nah, this is hurting me can we stop this or can you change this this is hurting like it's hurting my feelings it's hurting my pussy it's hurting my bussy whatever you ain't gonna keep going except for you except for you some of you wayward tops out there will keep going even though we saying it hurts but we don't want to be that top yeah we don't want to be that top when we saying oh ah, my gut is hurting it's hurting and you just keep on No, at this point is abuse. Don't be, don't be an abusive top, honey. Listen to your feeling. Listen to your feeling and honor it, and show you that care when you gets to feeling a certain way about something. And give, give it a try. Really, 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 really do give it a try because maneuvering in this crazy world, honoring yourself, putting yourself first, first with you know that sense of that sense of self an understanding of you and how your body reacts to things, I think is very much the mood and the vibe of 2023. I'm most definitely going to be listening to my gut because it definitely helps me eradicate any kind of sense of regret. I'm like, nah, I listen to me, girl. I listen to me. My stomach got to feeling a kind of way I said, no, 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 no. Sometimes you'd be saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's all it's all relative. So yeah, my word of the week is listen to your gut. Woohoo, Jesus. So I know I already asked you guys how you guys doing. 
And obviously you're not on this podcast with me as a guest, but always, always please feel free to chime in. I, I do love the the DMs that I get sometimes about the episode, like when you guys have finished listening to it or certain parts that made you laugh. But spread spread the news, girl. Spread the news. Put it on in the public places. My DMs, I love it. Thank you. But share it because other people is missing out on, 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 you know, the key keys that we have here at Get The Belt Podcast, honey. You know? But yes, um, my week has been, do you know what, my week has actually been amazing. My week has actually been amazing, despite me, you know, kind of neglecting some of the duties that I had to do, just like in terms of maybe a little piece of washing up here, a little sprinkling in the bedroom and recording this here episode, which was meant to have been done <laughs> before today, I actually had an a beautiful um weekend one thing i can say is that and i think i told you guys this a few a few weeks ago a few like a month or two ago um i am no longer required on the apps known as christians connect <laughs> the og listeners out there will know what i mean by christians connect and if you don't get it Go back and have a listen. But I ain't on no Christians Connect. I ain't on no Tinder no more. And um, that's because I, I've met... I've met... <laughs> I've really met the man of my life. Yeah, wow. Not me saying that on big, big podcasts for the world to hear. But I have. And, uh, you know, they... They had... Um, Something big happened to them, and they come to they came to an end of their journey, uh, a professional journey and a personal journey for them. And it was just so uh, beautiful to witness um, that journey from not necessarily the very, very, very start, but to see them early on in this journey, how they've grown in it to come to the end was a beautiful thing and it deserved not just acknowledging but celebrating and so I you know I did the little I could to make that slightly special and it went down a tree and just to see them flourishing and and experiencing it was just it really did warm my heart like yeah it really did this 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 man gets me in my feels a bit too much <laughs> I don't like it I don't like it No I do like it But it definitely is uncomfortable In, in, in contrary to what Beyonce said It'd be it'd be uncomfortable But at the same time It just feels so right So that was really lovely uh, To see, witness, be a part of And all cute All cute things um, What else? Oh, I would like to thank uh, the people that have sent in either like emails um, or their CVs and stuff to help with the show. Um, we will be getting back to you on that ASAP, um, hopefully by the end of this week, if not, then uh, early next week. So if you're listening and you've sent in a CV or uh, a question, that will be answered soon. Don't worry, it's not been ignored. There's just a lot going on right now. So thank you very much for that. Otherwise... I feel like I ain't really been on my gym game and all of that, the healthy eatings and the, and the, and the, you know, the bare necessities 
Boom, necessities. I've not really been doing that since January the 1st. I remember FaceTime my cousin, January 1st. I was very much let up in bed like a like a used like a used prostitute. I was tired. I was knackered. I was sweating. The hair was naughty girl. I wouldn't I wasn't ready to do nothing. I wasn't ready to do nothing. And I called I FaceTime my cousin. She was up in the gym. I said, shit. Shit, not you showing me my ass. Not you showing my ass on the first of, of this new year. And I've not really like picked up the ball. I've not completely dashed the ball out the house and dropped the ball completely like I've been a couple times. But I haven't, if I'm being honest with myself, because honesty is the best policy, I've not been as good and as, as um, disciplined as I could with, you know, the the bare minimum. So that is something I definitely have uh, taken stock of this week and I want to like get get into that flow. Not Not over the top with it, but... Just that I just want to get the bare the bare minimums done. My meal prep for the week that really helps, and at least making time to go gym at least like three times a week because the schedule is scheduling right about now. But otherwise, yeah, good week. Baby boy made it. I can't lie, but that's enough about me and my personal life, honey. Uh, let's get into this week's melanin magnificence. Quick reminder. If you would like to share Melanin Magnificence with someone, whether it's someone that you know, someone you've just seen online doing bits, please email the show at contact at getthebeltpod.com and let us know, write a cute little email and we will read it out on the show. So my Melanin Magnificence this week goes to the British singer Ray, who claimed her first number one with her song Escapism on the official UK charts after parting ways with major label Polydor Records. Um, so she was with them, I think, since 2014. Uh, she's been making albums and albums and songs and songs, and they've been reluctant to release any of it. And so she's had all of these, all of these songs and these albums just just there on the side collecting dust and she's been fighting and fighting to get things out there to the point where she's just been having to give away songs to other well-known singers uh and she's been fighting ever since to go independent she did uh she released her stuff independently and managed to bag an award for it a number one award and there's a video, there's videos uh, of her holding this award. She's crying, tears of joy. She's since posted up thanking her fans uh, because she has been fighting um, for seven years, she said. Um, I can read this from her. I think this is an Instagram post. It said, so number two in the UK, number one in Ireland in the official charts. And after seven years of of not being allowed to release music an album or the music i wanted to truly share i never thought i would have achieved something like this as an independent artist and you lot did this and i'm so 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 grateful never give up, give up on your dreams big ups to you girl for fighting the fight for going through it for persevering and doing what you love and and again going back to word of the week following your gut she knew my girl knew, and she said this in this video, in the in the video prior that I've got from, I think, The Shade Borough. My girl's in tears. This is taken from June the 30th, 2021. Saying, like, I'm in pain. Like, why are you, why is my record label not listening to me? Like, why? And she fought and she fought and she got her things. 
Awards. This is pop justice. So Melanin Magnificence goes to you, Ray, for, for persevering, standing in what you believe in and going for what you want and achieving it. That is Melanin Magnificence to me, girl. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So it's now time for Miles Measures. And I've got some shit to talk about this week. So I don't know whether you saw, but this one light-skinned did. He's kind of cute still. I don't even know his name. Um, but he'd gone viral for for bashing black girls at one point, saying that they look like Drogba or something like that. Do you remember the nigga I'm talking about? Anyway, I'm going to play you a little clip of something that he posted and then has since circulated the internet. Day I've ever had in my life. Not only has the Dubai weather been shit and I've got a bit of a cold, bit of a throat, bit of a nose, but I've got fucking gonorrhea and I've only gone and done it. I mean, 200 down... And I bite the dust. Um, I played the lot, the blah, I gambled and uh, I struck out on about 200. So, yeah, boys, strap up, protect yourselves because I've got pus coming out of my wood right now and it ain't nice. Oh. So, there's a fair bit to unpack there. There's a fair bit to unpack there. Now, I saw this online and the comments were wild. The comments were very, very wild and it really speaks to how society and our generation unfortunately still think about STIs and STDs there's a lot of stigma still there the fact that he shared this I actually think is a good thing I think you know me I'm very I'm sex positive and I believe in talking about all the things about sex not just all the dick was good or the ass was sweet or the puss was tight Sometimes you have to talk about the, the the not so cute parts of sex, which is, you know, what if you're fucking without a condom and you're not using protection, you are at risk of catching a STI. Now that don't make you dirty. 
That does not make you dirty. It just means you had sex without a condom. That is it. You could be the cleanest motherfucker in the, in the village and stick it to someone who is also clean and keeps their house together and you can still be out here catching something. Gonorrhea. Like this young man, unfortunately, cool. He did mention after 200 women, I thought, okay, you was really, you was really, you was really gambling. Like he said, he gambled and he, and he failed. I am not suggesting nor supporting, you know, fucking bareback that often. Even though in my single days, I definitely was. But I was on, like I've said before, I was on prep. So I was still taking some kind of um, measure to ensure I didn't contract HIV. However, I was very much still opening up my legs to the chance of getting gonorrhea or chlamydia or syphilis or any of these other ones that, you know, are treatable and end up leaving the body. Now, to see the comments, you know, talking about, oh, you don't need to share this. Now, I think you do. I think you do. And yes, publicly, like this. I mean, I'm not saying every Tom, Dick and Harry needs to, but he already has a little platform for for fucked up reasons. I get it. But again, everyone gets, a, 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 I believe everyone does deserve a, check, a second chance. And, you know, I think that this has done a lot of good because it's got people talking. And ultimately, I believe that in talking about things like this publicly, it does then encourage other people to talk about it and to have the conversation. It helps normalize it. Now, I'm not saying that we need to normalize STIs, but we need to normalize talking about them because this is why people be running around catching things and not knowing and not being told, but just like this young man said, he got pus coming out of his willy in that. Some people are so afraid to to talk about it because of the stigmas attached to it, because no one talks about it, and the the way of thinking about these STIs is so archaic that people just won't. They just won't say. They just won't tell you. You know, and it shouldn't be a thing. Like that's like like it shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be shocking. Of course, you're going. It's going to be. It's not good news to hear. But let's face it, it's not the end of the world. And it's very much to be expected because you fucking unprotected. In the same way a bitch might get pregnant, anyone could catch an STI. So I think in, in the in the journey to like take away this stigma with it, like talking about it, I think is really, really necessary. Like I've had conversations and I still see and hear people talking about, oh, I'm really proud that I've not had an STI. Okay, cool, be proud. But where does that pride come? Where does that pride really come from? Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. Like I get, it's very fortunate to not have contracted something, but to be like super duper proud. I think it's like, what, how are you going to feel when you do get an STI? Shame, because that to me is the opposite to being proud. You know, that's the binary there. So, if you now feel why, like, why should one feel shame? That's the whole reason why we have this stigma around STIs. It shouldn't be anything to be ashamed of. What you should be ashamed of, if you're not speaking about it, if you're not getting yourself checked up, if you're not being honest about it. 
Because I know a hundred, I know there's going to be people out there that said I've never had one. I've never had one with, with this with this really odd, warped sense of pride about it. They probably have got it checked out, got it sorted, and are out here just lying because they just want to be seen as these clean people. Like matting, matting. I think it's good that he shared it. I think it's um, it, ultimately it was a good message telling you know young guys to strap up or to take some kind of uh, form of precaution. And the fact that he's speaking about it hopefully will encourage other young people to to speak about it themselves as well and to take away this this stigma and this shame because we still see people getting either bullied and stuff for, for things like that. And, you know, to some extent, all these people that are, like, proud to not have had it, if we feed into this narrative that you're clean and, like, you're you're better than because you've not had STI... When they get it, they're going to feel like disgusting and horrible. And that's not how you, you should feel. It's, 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 it's just a part of life. It's, not, it's actually not a big deal if unseen to and if unchecked. If you're not looking after your sexual health, it can be worse down the line. But if you're on top of it and you're, you know, going to the clinic often, having these conversations with your partners often... It's something that can be in your system and out your system in a week and leave no real effects. Obviously, safe sex is is always best because you take away that risk. But the stigma around STIs for me is what needs to go because it just is just it's just nonsense. It really is. It really is. Um, in other news, what else have I got up here? That was it. So B. Simone went on to a podcast to talk about why she is a multi-millionaire without a car. I really enjoyed it. It was just a little clip. You know, she was saying, you know, I was going to buy this G-Wagon. I think it costs like $100,000 or $300,000. And she was like, you know what? Why do I need it? I'm not in town like that. As soon as I drive it off the lot, it's going to decrease in value. The only reason why she ultimately was like, oh... I want this car is because we're socializing to thinking these are the kind of things you do when you get money. And I thought, preach. I thought, preach, because this is speaking to me. Listen, I'm a whole 31 years old. I ain't even got my license yet. And I nearly, very nearly fell into the the, the trap um, of just following the crowd and being a sheep. I remember everybody when I was in uh, secondary school, was it, or college, getting their license, getting their car, getting their license, getting their car. And I felt pressured to do it. And, and I did try. You know, I did, I did a couple lessons. I was good at it. Shout out to Paula. Paula was my black um, female driving instructor. We got on like a house on fire. I still got her number. Ain't never get the, the license because, you know, after a couple months of, of driving around with her and I was, I was killing it, I ended up get, going on tour. So I couldn't do it. And then I came back, started up the lessons again. It was all cute. And then I got. Um, another job and that all fizzled out but it just goes to say like you don't it's not every day follow the crowd like i'm living in london babes i live in london i live right next door to big big sainsbury's and marks and spencer's and aldi balanced over here yeah very balanced i go to central london every single day every single day i'm not paying tax on a car insurance on a car and then paying congestion charge to drive into central london it would cost me more money. It would take more time. Like, why do it? Just just for appearances. Of course, I do want to get my license eventually for when I'm on holidays and stuff like that or for just in case. But even then, I deep it. I'm like, when I'm on holiday, bitch, I am drunk. 
I am drunk, girl. I am, I am incoherent. I am on a beach. I am, I am 10 shots deep in tequila. You know, I ain't got no business behind no motherfucking wheel. Okay. And if I'm going, like when I go and visit family places, uh, more time I'm tired because I don't get much time off. I don't need to be behind no steering wheel at 11.30 p.m. after two shows, a long week, with my eyes drooping, banging out Beyonce Renaissance on a motorway. I ain't got time for that. I want to be on a train where I can shut my eyes and sleep. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need no car. So to hear this millionaire saying that, I thought, yeah. Yes, girl. Yes. Like, what? What was the reason? What? What is the reason to to keep up appearances and do what you're meant to do when you get money, or just nah, nah? I and that that message really hit me. It it, it touched me differently because we do need to alter and think of the way that we maneuver when we either come into money or get to certain stages of our lives. You know. Like, oh, okay, so I'm 30. I need to have been married and with kids. What kids do I have? None. <laughs> I'd be looking at social media and thinking, oh, I should have been doing this. I should be doing that. I need to get... No, it all comes down to you, your life, your gut, what you need, what serves you, what you want. Because half the time, uh, trying to keep up with all of these, oh, I've got this money, I need to do this now, or I'm this age, so I should be doing this it will just lead you to being sad, bruv, and, and waste it, wasting your money. Wasting your money when you could be actually just doing the things that you want instead of doing the things that everyone else is just doing. So I really I really did enjoy that message. Um, B. Simone. Um, what else did I want to discuss? So Nando's. Oh, I ain't no student, but my Nigerian ass is going to find a way to secure this. Okay, so Nando's have announced 20% off discount for students at their restaurants i'm gonna need all my student friends to holler me yeah yeah holler me or i'm gonna need to find a way to get me a little student card <laughs> that's some light news that's some light news for, for for everyone so if you're a student and you listen to this hey from 11 30 a.m until 5 p.m monday to wednesday you can get you some discount. Even though, if you're a student, I don't know what you're doing between half 11 and 5 p.m. Surely you should be in school. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a wild one there. But um, yes, enjoy. Um, Angela Bassett has made Golden Globes history as she took home the Best Supporting Actress um, for her appearance in the Marvel movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Shout out to you, girl. Your second one. I hope you get the uh, the Oscar as well, because there's normally a thing where, like, if you get the Oscar, you don't get the Golden Globe. And she's not won an Oscar yet. And I feel like Auntie Angela Bassett really does deserve. And I feel like the performance that she did given that is 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 Oscar worthy as well as Golden Globe. So here's to praying. Here's to praying that she gets it. Um, what else has happened in this here society? Ah, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. 
So he has come out as quote unquote a little bisexual. I don't really get that, but okay. Um, I'm reading this from Attitude Mag. So Lil Nas X has seemingly come out as bisexual online. The industry baby hitmaker took to Twitter to uh, to make the announcement yesterday. Uh, the star previously used the platform to announce that he is gay back in 2019. I didn't even know that. I just thought that he came out, you know, in his pink do rag and batty riders, and we know as much as you shouldn't assume, girl. We have felt like we all just assumed, but um. Love that. Anyway, sharing the news across the t uh, across the two tweets, the star began by asking what the reaction to him being bisexual would be. He wrote, but for real, would y'all be mad at me if I thought I was a little bisexual? In a, subs in a subsequent tweet, the 23-year-old American rapper added, that was my last time coming out the closet, I promise. Nas came out as gay on the last day of Pride Month in 2019 and quickly won hearts in the community with his playful and unabashed... Okay, 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 okay. Now, the more and more I, you know, think about these kind of things and bisexual and sexual and the spectrum and all of them things there, it really just solidifies, I think that, you know, we are, I do believe we all is on a spectrum, even though some people will be like, no, 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 no. Like, not at all, not at all. Like, I just don't think people are allowing themselves to to try. Uh, but I definitely believe that we all are on a spectrum, even if it is all the way towards the end. But the spectrum is definitely there. I'm, I'm bisexual. I've been very much into dicks and ass and biceps and pecs and them kind of things for the last few years. Dated like one or two girls briefly and, you know, had my, had a few moments, but it's been a while since I've really sought out a girl, but I would be lying to myself if I said I wasn't attracted to, to girls. You know, I've been in relationship with girls in the past. So to hear Lil Nas X say this, I'm like, I'm not questioning it. I don't think, you know, I don't think it's a PR stunt or whatever. I do think that he maybe has just, you know, seen a one girl and thought, oh, you know what? I never thought this before or I'm surprised I'm feeling this way about, a, you know, a human being with a vagina and tits because I've been riding these dicks, honey. But there's, a, I, I feel a little something and I don't feel like we should allow these boxes and I'm a, I'm a lover of boxes and I'm a lover of labels. I've said it here before on this podcast. If you can't name it, you can't claim it. And if you don't put a label on it, how are you going to have instructions f for how to, you know, treat that label? You know, like it could be the same people that say we don't like labels that want to identify as non-binary. But then when you call them he or she, they up in arms. Well, bitch, if you had, if you, I'm, if you allow me to serve the label of non-binary, I can respect you. And so in that sense, I love labels, period. And I feel like we can get tied to them. And I feel like what should be allowed is that we should be able to navigate and move and grow. And in growing, I feel like maybe you go from one label to another and there is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. I just think that's I think that's growth. I think that's that shows development. I think it shows you're on a journey instead of being stagnant. And, and it's not to say, oh, you know, you now must be gay this month for this year. And then like 
it needs to change in order for you to be growing. No, no, no. I am just saying that don't inhibit yourself or like deprive yourself of certain feelings and experiences in this life just because you've been known for 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 being, you know, a power bottom your whole life. Maybe one day you might just top. Maybe one day you might fancy a girl or a boy or non-binary. Don't be super glued to these labels. So, yeah. I'm happy for for Lil Nas X. Love that for you. I hope you have a good experience. And I hope that this speaks, to, you know, to on a deeper level than just, oh, a celebrity is now bisexual. But to just acknowledge that this is someone that we've known as being, you know, a black gay icon, which he still is. But he's growing. He's growing and moving around and exploring his sexuality, which we should do. If you're allowed to, you know, if you're, you know, if you're in a monogamous relationship now with, with, with your man, don't be exploring that sexuality outside of the, the, the outside of that, that label, girl. You got to honor that label of exclusively dating or exclusively together with your nigga. But um, if you are single, you know, or in a relationship, a thruple, whatever that you know where the the boundaries and the rules and regulations are that you can explore i believe everyone should be fucking exploring and living their best life and not being tied down to not the, to just the one box go eat a few boxes honey <laughs> uh so the jennifer hudson show has been renewed for season two now i've not actually seen this i should i've seen like little clips on instagram here and there but shout out to jennifer hudson um her talk show for which she's had like many many special guests i think i saw todrick was on there the other day uh where she asked him about using dating apps and he was like oh yeah i'll be on there i'll be on tinder swiping but i get deleted from there because they think i'm a fraud <laughs> i remember we we spoke a few oh i say a few episodes this is years ago now when MNEK, singer songwriter baby boy my friend he came on to get the belt to discuss his grander experiences if you want to hear that episode just type MNEK, get the belt and have a listen but he he would be on grinder as himself and the people the people were either being weird with him and asking him to sing or they just were like girl you's a liar you ain't MNEK. you's a liar to be that famous you can't even use dating apps well but um, yeah, congratulations. Coming back to the point, uh, Jennifer Hudson for uh, the season two on your talk show. We love to see it. Um, I've not seen it yet. And I want to, I want to, because I bet there's some tea on that show, honey. Um, oh, so last week I spoke with my cousin about the fans protesting on online when the Rolling Stones... Uh, didn't include Celine Dion in their top 200 singers of all time. Not these same fans now protesting in person outside of the HQ of Rolling Stones. That is some diehard fans. That is some diehard fans. I can only imagine what the Beehive would have done if Beyonce were included on that list. Well, it would be breaking news. Breaking news. It would be a swarm of the Hive out there. I know I'd be on a flight to the fucking HQ. <laughs> oh fans and fandom to be honest i don't even think i've got time these days to be doing all of that my fandom for beyonce has really has really changed it's because you get tired you get tired of people trying trying her and you just 
grow up, I guess, like I used to be ready to fight. Don't get it twisted. I will still hold a conversation, but nowhere for as near as long. I'm just like, you know what? I actually don't care. I know the deal. I know the deal. I know the truth and the light. And I am, I have been set free and you're still in the sunken place. There's nothing more I can do or say, babes, but I'm not engaging in this. But when I was younger, I was ready to rock. I was ready to ramp for the longest. Ooh. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, so who saw that, that girl on the tube, on the train in England, running her mouth? This one. Is the neck for me. I can't even be bothered to play the rest of this, but this little white girl was on the on the on the uh train. I could have given her the belt, but no, there's big better people more deserving of that. Um right in her mouth. And you know <sighs> I don't even really know where to start with this because Not only is it ghetto as fuck, it's embarrassing, but what I found really interesting in the comments underneath her acting like a pig, it was, she's not black, why is she acting black? Like, do 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 Now, I... I get why people would say that, because ultimately... Unfortunately, and this is reasons. This is one of the reasons why you know I'm not too here for things like Top Boy, uh, you know, Kid Outhood. As much as I enjoyed them growing up, I see that I see the danger in the in the in the fact that there's not many you know black TV shows or entertainment pieces. I don't know what to, what to call it. There's not too many that are as mainstream and as big as the as big as those that differ or like show something other than black people talking like the way this girl was talking. And we're often represented in media talking like that, you know, and that isn't the only way we speak. Like, which is why I'm really, really enjoying this uh, new series on ITV uh, Riches, which is centered around a black uh, family, black British family. And they're not talking like that. It's also why I liked things like Michaela Cole's I May Destroy You because it's not everyday kid out hood top boy, but these are the things that get eaten up and these are things that get numbers and these are things that you see more time. Like all of this, you know, the way she was speaking, I can't even bring myself to speak like that because there was definitely a day back in British school, honey, you might catch me running my mouth like that, but I've since grown and learned actually why am I, why am I actually speaking like this? Because is this how I speak around my family? No, it, 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 I don't know why I adopted that 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 street untrained unkept way of talking now don't get it twisted i can still run my mouth and you'll get it but the way she was speaking was just a bit for me but yeah um it was definitely uh eye-opening to see the the speed to which people were ready to associate the way she was acting and the way she was talking 
with all of the vulgarities and the the distaste to be linked to blackness. I thought that was, I felt like that was very dangerous and very interesting and it shines a light on the work that we need to do and the work that needs to be done in mainstream media to offer alternatives because as you can see she definitely was not black definitely was not black and yet they you know people are quick to just be like oh why is she acting like a black girl hun that's not how black girls act some yeah some yes but as you can see your homegirl Becky is very much doing that off of her own accord and there's no black people around her. I don't know why she's speaking like that. I doubt her parents at home speak like that or whoever the fuck she lives with speak like that. But it's just food for thought. Yeah, it's just food, food for thought. I wonder why, what, like why, why were people equating that to blackness? My opinion is all of this, the, all of this top boy shit and all of that. It's too much of that kind of stuff. We need more. We need more other things. Um, anyway, we'll park that. Um, what else? So the Church of England has announced uh, that it is creating a £100 million fund dedicated to compensating for its historic links to the slave trade. Uh, so... It's not going to be sent to people as individuals, but it the the fund will be going to, um, it will be given to improve opportunities for communities um, adversely impacted by historic slavery. I just this is great. We love to see it. This should not be the first and only. Uh, thing to happen I I hope that this is a snowball effect which I think it really is you know we've seen I think it was Barbados and Jamaica seeking reparations more things are happening and I've said on the podcast I feel like this is the beginning and I really do believe it is because now it's happening here in the UK um I just hope that whoever is in trust of these charges is is in touch is in touch with with the black community here in the UK and knows how to fairly and with a good heart make sure that this gets to where it needs to be. So I'll be looking into this uh, and update you on that. But yeah, fair play to the Church of England. I ain't never really had much respect for the church that was created off the back of Harry Eighth wanting to marry some more puss because Christianity or the Catholic Church weren't about it so this whole religion was created just so this white man could just stick it to another bitch but at least this is happening now at least this is happening now hmm uh, so there is a secondary school in Essex that has banned all romantic relationships and physical contact between pupils so Highland School in Essex have sent letters home to parents informing them they can they no longer can have physical contact and romantic relationships between students. Uh, and the new rules are said to be uh, helping to keep children safe and prevent injury and to maintain students concentrating during school hours. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. There ain't no way in hell that these kids are going to stick to this. 
Like if it ain't gonna happen in the school playground or underneath the the, the desk in school, the holding hands, then they they're gonna be going to the toilet to, to be doing even to be doing wasa for the physical contact to be wasa for these children. I feel like this is going to have a negative impact on them again. Again, when you're at school, these are the way you learn how to socialize and how to maneuver in society. So, you know, yes, full-blown relationships at a young age might not be, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Right, so when you're in school, what you think is a full-blown relationship and commit, committed relationship, it's not. It's, it's sweet, 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 um, uh, childhood sweetheart shit. Like, you be thinking, I remember back when I was in school, me and Jasmine, <laughs> I used to think I was going to marry that bitch. That was the biggest shit going on in my life. But we were just kids. And I do remember there being a one point where we, we did have to go to assembly and they was like, you know, guys... We're not allowed to do this anymore. Like, just, you're, you're young. You shouldn't be in relationships or whatever. But there wasn't no ban on it and letters getting sent out because that's how you learn to, that's that's where you learn shit. You know what I mean? And and, and stopping that is going to prevent these young kids from learning. It's going to get them into more trouble because they're still going to do it. And it's just going to provide more, all these odd rules and regulations. Okay, that, not odd rules, but like all of these things preventing them from doing things that they're naturally going to do and that has naturally been done is just going to create attention and again, maybe another stigma. And it's just like, no, let the children do it. Be, do your job, teachers. And, you know, don't have these little kids doing up madness in, in, in school. But, you know, apparently one of the rules is you're not allowed to hug, not allowed to hold hands. That's... That's just what happens when you're in school, man. And now what? Now what? When you've got two girls holding hands, is that going to be questioned? Because, oh, it's lesbian or is it going to be overlooked? Because, oh, they're just two girls holding hands. It's nothing. How are you actually going to police this? To me, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I don't think it makes sense. It's going to get more people into trouble. It's going to have the kids running around learning how to be sneaky instead of just learning how to be a kid and have their little childhood sweetheart moments ridiculous behavior ridiculous behavior and if i was a parent i would be going to that school saying no my child can do what they want if it's not affecting their grades if they ain't fucking in the toilet if if they you know if they ain't hurting nobody oh my please let's not this is this is this is crazy this is crazy but let me know your thoughts on that because it'd be very interesting to see what people think um so thousands of lgbtq plus people and their allies took to the streets of New Delhi on, in India on the 8th of January to march for same-sex marriage. Uh, more than 2,000 people joined the Delhi Queer Pride March when it, was, um, when it made its return after not taking place for the last three years due to COVID. Uh, protesters walked more than an hour so they could be near the country's parliament with the legislation of same-sex marriage at the forefront of their minds as India edges closer to making it a reality. Um... I'm here for this. I'm here for this. I'm looking at the Gay Times now uh, where this news was posted. Um, and it's good to see a country that has been so oppressed by, you know, the religions that are over there making such strides to equality and gaining more human rights. I think it's great. I think it's brilliant. And 
my thoughts are with you all guys and I hope that it all went well and no one was injured and there wasn't no craziness which I've not heard any crazy shit about but yes um on a more downside I know that there was a killing um in Kenya uh rest in peace to Edwin Chiloba who was uh found dead inside a metal box by the side of the road um, he is an LGBTQ activist uh, who is very known for, you know, getting into mix ups because of his activism. And despite, you know, I think authorities are saying they don't know why, which to me is, again, a, a kick in the teeth. Um, many organizations, uh, LGBTQ organizations out there have linked it to his sexuality or his um, activism so yeah so um the fashion designer's body was found uh near the town of Eldoret on Wednesday the 4th of January uh gay sex is illegal in this African country in Kenya and punishable by up to 21 years in prison uh LGBTQ rights organizations have linked like I said before the 20 somethings death to his sexuality and a rep for the Nairobi based Galk Plus formerly the gay and lesbian coalition of kenya tweeted words cannot explain how we as a community are feeling right now and this has been felt globally i've seen outlets in america the uk and in europe tweet about this post about this and it again is a real shame and just peddling off of what i said about the uh movement that is happening in india right now it still shows that we've got so much so so much more work to do to make being a human that explores their sexuality their sexuality to its fullest normal not something that is illegal not something that can have you harmed dead and a way we can all do this in our own way is by you know not just sharing this kind of stuff but but by ex existing loudly and proudly in all of your spaces even if even if you're not um a part beg your pardon if you're not even if you're not a part of the alphabet zoo but you're an ally an ally sorry exist proudly and loudly as an ally so when you see fucked up shit and you hear you know colleagues or people speaking about this exist loudly and proudly in that moment and come correct and correct these motherfuckers on how they're speaking or certain terms that they're not using the views that you have about you know same-sex marriage if you if it comes up in conversation and, and again you're an ally speak about what's happening in india and, and and say your piece words carry weight and they carry meaning and if you're a part of the alphabet zoo exists loudly and this is why you know i've spoken a lot on this podcast about people that are dl in the same way, you know, charity starts at home, existing loudly and making any kind of change in the world, it starts at home too. So as much as I get, you know, you've got, you want to help the wider community and the wider cause. Babes, you've got work to do in your own house. Because the people that you live with, with these or that part of your family have got these crazy views that probably agree with this killing or that murder or probably agree with the the laws in india that think that say 
you know, same sex marriage shouldn't be legal. Your people that that are right around you in your circle, in your immediate, you know, reality, they think like this and they're out there in the world promoting this. So you can make a change by just speaking to those around you as an ally, as a member of the Alphabet Zoo, the LGBTQ, LMNOP, whatever. You can make an impact every day by just speaking and existing proudly and loudly where you are. Because there's definitely work to do within ourselves and with the people around us. But my sincerest condolences uh, go out to that young man's family and friends who have, you know, made statements to say how he was just a bundle of joy and love. And I wasn't that familiar with his work at all. Um, but I've seen he's been everywhere on all of the news outlets. So we lost a real one. Um, and it, it really does make me feel sad and feel sick that, you know, the, the way his body was found. It, 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 it it's, it's, it's horrible. And it, it, it just, it could, it could be any one of my gay by, queer brothers and sisters like it and it's it's just evil it's just evil and this is why i speak about this is why i speak about the things i do especially in terms of being queer because that part of you i believe is put there by god no matter what anyone says i really do believe that my god makes no mistakes and when he makes people the way they are they shouldn't be put in harm's way for existing as such Neither should they have to endure suppressing that to keep safe or to make other people feel comfortable. That just that just ain't me and the way I think. Ugh, but that is it for Miles Measures this week. There was a couple other things here, but time is a ticking indeed. It is now time for Get the Belt. So my belt this week goes to one second. Let me get this motherfucker's name. Bear with me, girls and boys and non-binaries. My belt this week goes to PC Pentland. First name, James. So PC James Pentland, a police officer that was working in a nightclub um, in, I want to say Belfast, but it might have been Newcastle. In Newcastle. So he went into a club doing his quote-unquote job. And I don't know how it got to this, but ended up motorboating shout out to beyonce giselle nos carter motorboat spin around slow-mo coming on my blouse i want it right here right now now that police officer wanted it right here and right now when he put his face in between a lady's breasts and did a in uniform in big big uniform police officer doing up motorboat on a Woman in a club. Now, I read into this and uh, found out that apparently a song started playing. This woman took off her shirt 
and started swinging it around in the air, swinging it around. She had on a black sports bra, and he apparently said, "Oh, she said that she wanted to have sex with him." I don't know. Again, I don't know how we got the. I d- how did we get here? We're not supposed to be here. Like he said that, and then responded by doing up motorboat the fuck anyway this young girl went back to her boyfriend and said yeah this police officer just did x y and z they then went to report it it went to court and um she denied saying she wanted to have sex with this police officer um and he said oh i didn't actually do motorboat i just put my hands in in on like in front of her breast and like mimicked the gesture or whatnot anyway that motherfucker was found guilty he lost his job and rightly so uh because you know it the the judgment panel said that the case serves to perpetuate the general public perception about the inappropriate views and actions of police officer which in this in this one of many incidents is exactly what we're talking about like what in in this this is what i mean this is what i mean the way the police structure and system is set up it has these police officers thinking that they can do anything and do you want to know what is worst do you want to know what is worse this police officer when he did did up motorboat and she said like stop and told him to like no what you doing he then tried to grips her up in a way police officers do and put her arm Behind her back. Wow. You need to fucking pick a side. You can't be doing up wayward behavior and then doing up, oh, actually, no, we're going to do what police do and put the arm around. In fact, that is what police, that's what police are, is they're both. They're wayward people that will then switch in and out of, oh, actually, no, I've got authority. What the fuck? What the fuck? Fucking crazy behavior. Police officer doing up motorboat. Doing up motorboat. <laughs> motorboat. In uniform. What the fuck? Anyway, I'm glad he got fired. Again, this needs to be on big, big, big news. Because we do need to be seeing the, the way these police officers go on. We need to be seeing it more. Because the more we see it, the more people know, right, there's actually a problem here. But again, it's one of those stories that you have to look, look, look hard for. Idiot. So we have come to the end of this week's episode of Get the Belt. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time. I hope Word of the Week resonated and all of those good things. Remember, if you want to email the show with your own belt, with a melanin magnificence to give. And we've not done questions in a minute. We've not done questions in a minute. Please write in to contact igetthebeltpod.com or leave a voice note on the Instagram and we'll have a good old time. Well, that is it from me. Um, I've got to get out of this house and do some shit, girl. But I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. You have been listening to the podcast that is known as Home of Melanin Magnificence and the Kingdom of Belts. My name is Miles Hart and you have been listening to Get the Belt.
up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.